Hello from Stellenbosch, South Africa, and welcome to the first Ipsasby Consultative Advisory Group podcast. I'm John Stanford, Technical Director of the International Public Sector Accounting Standards Board. I'm with CAG Chair Thomas Willem Marcus Berger. Thomas is going to discuss some of the main issues that were raised at the CAG meeting on December the 6th. Thanks, John, for giving me the opportunity to briefly reflect on the second CAC meeting on Monday, 5th of December. Having had a very successful start in June, the CAC discussions again were very, very, very constructive and engaged, probably even more focused on public interest issues. This certainly has been based on the significantly improved agenda papers, which were excellently summarizing the main strategic points of interest regarding the respective projects and asking the right questions. The feedback of several IPSAS B members attending the CAG meeting and staff presenting the issues indicated that the discussion was actually felt being very helpful for the detailed discussion of the board. The agenda was actually divided into two parts. The first part was dealing with public financial management needs and perspectives in the current environment. This broader debate was requested by the CAG in the first meeting and helped clarify the IPSSB's role in the global PFM landscape in advance to the discussion on IPSSB's strategy and work plan, which will be started with the CAG in June next year. As a summary, the CAG identified several key trends in the public sector around financial reporting, focusing on integrated reporting, but also including dynamic ways of reporting with opportunities for users to customize structured data provided by reporting entities. In general, it was felt that an increase of understandability of financial information is needed, while at the same time oversimplification of messages has to be avoided in order to make sure that the economic substance of transactions being reported still comes through. In this context, CAC members expressed the view that so far, preparers might not sufficiently know who their users are and what users' needs might be. It was recommended that some academic research is being done on that. In regards of barriers for implementation, the CAG agreed that besides cost, lack of capacity and inappropriate IT systems, it is the unpopularity of some information, such as pension liabilities, which is seen as a barrier to be overcome. Besides that, the CAG realized that holding people to account is unpopular in general, and this in many cases leads to a lack of commitment of policymakers to accounting reforms. Against that background, the CAG recommended the IPSSB playing an important role as a facilitator in a broadened dialogue beyond the group of accountants. The second part of the agenda was project-related and started with the technical director's report on the work plan and plan changes. This agenda topic included, for the first time, the report back to the CAG on how the June discussions of the CAG on social benefits, as well as on revenue and non-exchange expenses, was reflected in the board's discussion. Based on the feedback of CAG members, it has been very valuable to the group to see how CAG reflections actually impacted the board's discussion on these topics. In terms of specific projects, the CAG discussed public sector combinations, financial instruments, heritage and leases. Having quite mature, long-lasting projects like public sector combinations, 
as well as early stage projects like heritage or financial instruments on the agenda, this reflected the phasing-in period the CAG is in. For public sector combinations, the CAG's role was more or less to reflect whether the, the proposed accounting treatment based on the distinction between amalgamations and acquisitions is providing information which is in the public interest. And as a summary, the CAG confirmed that. For financial instruments, the CAG discussion was much more generic, reflecting on concerns often expressed around the use of fair value in the public sector. As a summary, the CAG acknowledged that firstly, fair value is not the proposed measurement basis for any instrument, so there are types of financial instruments where measurement is very straightforward on the basis of amortized costs. Secondly, where entities use complex and volatile financial instruments, measurement for accounting purposes needs to reflect this complexity and volatility. It was reflected that entities need to know the current value of such complex instruments at any given time in order to decide what to do with it in the context of their general risk management considerations. So as a summary, the CAC acknowledged that education is needed, which is less focusing on accounting in the first instance, but explaining the characteristics of financial instruments itself. It was recommended that the IPSSB continues its activities in these areas, which started already with the first webinar on financial instruments. Regarding heritage, the CAC confirmed that information on heritage is in the public interest. Members accepted the approach chosen by the IPSSB to, in general, include a broad set of different types of heritage, including intangible and natural heritage. One of the main arguments was that government's expenditure on heritage preservation is in competition with other important priorities, such as social benefits. So accounting on heritage information needs to provide the information which supports decision-making on preservation and maintenance of heritage. There were different views in the CAG on whether heritage items do introduce significant differences for financial reporting purposes to justify an own standard, or whether the general financial reporting requirements could be applied to them with additional guidance on how to apply them in the context of heritage. CAC acknowledged furthermore that there is an emotional component of heritage items which might request for additional reporting instruments outside of financial reporting, such as cultural reports. The last issue discussed by the CAG was the leases convergence project based on IFRS 16. As a general observation, the CAG did not believe that leases in the public sector are in general different than in the private sector. But at the same time, the CAG recommended the IPSSB not to blindly following the private sector without sufficiently reflecting on public interest considerations regarding lease transactions in the public sector. In this context, the CAC especially emphasized that very often the lessee and the lesser are located both in the public sector, being included in the same whole of government, of, uh, government accounts finally. Against this background, several members of the CAC expressed the opinion that the accounting requirements need to ensure that the physical asset being subject to a lease 
is shown in the single financial statements of one of the parties of the lease contract. Concerning concessional leases as a public sector specific issue, the CAC supported staff's view that the existing guidance in IPSAS 23 and IPSAS 29 is sufficient to provide information which is satisfying users' needs. Again, the CAC encouraged the IPSAS B to act as a facilitator, accelerating the discussion on the appropriate reflection of lease contracts in the public sector financial statements. The CAC emphasized the importance of including the private sector leasing industry in this dialogue at an early stage. So as a conclusion, the CAC had very fruitful discussions on the topics mentioned, which I brought to the board's attention during this week's IPSUS-B meeting. I have to acknowledge the tremendous contribution of all CAC members around the table, and I want to give a special thanks to the IPSUS-B chair, the technical director, and certainly staff for preparing these excellent agenda papers. Thank you, Thomas, for that very extensive review of the CAG meeting. The CAG meets on a six-monthly basis, and its next meeting is in Luxembourg on June 26, 2017. You are welcome to register as a member of the public gallery for that meeting. Thank you and goodbye.